Sitter Snippet Series is generously sponsored by the Saka family in memory of Joseph Saka. We continue our introduction of the Amidah. We mentioned last night the Gemara Megillah and Brachos teaches that 120 Zikanim, among them Nevi'im, instituted Shmona Esrei Brachos Al HaSeder. We'll speak about as we go through the Shmona Esrei what it means Al HaSeder. They were endowed with divine inspiration not only to author and to communicate the universal needs over all time, but the Seder, the order in which they did it, the uh, juxtaposition and the continuity between the themes and the brachos also took a level of divine inspiration. We mentioned last night, based on Unklos, it's exactly why we were given the power of speech. Before there was anyone else to speak to, we were meant to speak to, to open up our heart and to communicate and connect with Hashem. So why did Chazal, why the Anshei Knesset HaGadol institute the Amida? So Rabbeinu B'chai and Eskara Kemach writes the following, that from the time of Moshe Rabbeinu, when the Jewish people received the Torah, we began to have an organized religious life until Anshei Knesset Gedola instituted and formalized davening in the format that we have. Everyone davened on their own. person, when they were moved, when they were motivated, when they were inspired, would talk in their own words to Hashem. Each individual davened according to their knowledge, according to their wisdom, their insight, according to their capacity to organize their thoughts, to clarify and express what they meant. Part of their motivation and inspiration and one of the kavanos, one of the things that we should think about and I find this to be a very powerful image, is to think, the Shemona Esrei that we're saying, we just said, we'll say again in a moment, it's the same Shemona Esrei our parents and our grandparents and our great-grandparents and our great-grandparents said. Wherever they lived and whenever they lived, no matter our background, no matter the migration, no matter the changes in our family, we're tapping into those very same words. And equally, maybe even more extraordinary, the Amidah that we're about to say are the same exact words that our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren and our great-great-great-great-great-grandchildren are going to say as well. Anshin and wanted to create an achtus, a sense of unity, a bridge and a connection to all those who would daven. That everyone doesn't go off on their own, everyone doesn't figure out davening on their own, but there's something that binds us and bonds us, there's something that connects us. And they did that by authoring these words, again, not trying to deprive us of our individuality, not trying to deny us our unique individual expression. The Amida is an open card. I've given this mushal many times, probably in Sitter Snippets already, but I don't remember, which means neither do you, so it bears repeating, likely. The Amida, davening, is like a card. You know, a birthday or an anniversary, Mother's Day or Father's Day, if you take out a napkin and write some heartfelt thought, the recipient appreciates it. But like, you couldn't buy a card? You couldn't go buy a card? Something, some company marked up excessively, some sappy thought, you couldn't buy a card? How much effort does it show that you wrote it on the back of a napkin, on a paper towel, no matter how, how powerful the message? On the other hand, you pick up a card and you don't write anything in it, you don't double underline some of the lines, words, and put an exclamation point, and do all the things we do to try to dress up the words that are on our own. You don't even, you buy a card, and you just hand the card. You don't bother writing anything. 
My dearest, dear, dear, you don't write anything, nothing, no message. You don't have to go over to the back, you don't have to finish the front, nothing. You just hand the card. Also, a person looks and says, I appreciate the effort you bought the card. You have nothing to add? It's nothing personal? Davening is like, is like our relationship with Hashem, is like honoring or celebrating, recognizing this special occasion, this special relationship. If all you do is read the words of the sitter, you're delivering Hashem an empty card. And he appreciates, we're tapping into the words. In this case, Lahavdil, divine authorship. The words of the sitter, Anshay Kines among them, Nevi'im. Not exactly Hallmark or American greetings. Talking among them, nothing wrong with that, but among them, Nevi'im. On the other hand, you deliver Hashem the card, you just read the words of the sitter, and you don't fill in, you have nothing to say, nothing to add. Rifainu, there's no one you know who could use a, a Rafur Shlema. Baruch there's no one you know, if you're lucky enough, that doesn't need greater livelihood. Shmakoleinu, there's no one who doesn't need anything. You don't need anything. We just hand God that empty card. So Anshay Knesset when they formalized and composed what we are going to study together, they did so not to deny or deprive us of our individuality. They did us to give a format, a template. They said, here's the template, because here's the good news, even when you don't feel like davening. And even when you're not creative, and even when you have nothing personal to add, and even when all you want to do is hand the card, we're giving you a card to hand because it's better than nothing. You'll get in less trouble than if you didn't even give a card. But on the other hand, know that just delivering the card, just saying the words is absent, it's void, it's empty. You have to write something personal, you have to underline some words. There's got to be a clause in the Amida that jumps off the page. It's got to be a personal, personal communication to elevate it. So Anshay Knesset Agadol instituted, it says, Rabbeinu Bachaya, for two reasons. Number one, to ensure that even when we didn't feel like it. I meet people all the time, they tell me, I don't daven. I don't need the sitter. I don't need your davening. I don't need the minion. I talk to God in my own words. The next question you should always ask such a person is, when's the last time you spoke to God? In your own words. Well, it's been a little while. Hasn't happened in a long time. But when I move to it, it's even more authentic. When was the last time? 47 years ago. That was the last time. Anshay Ganesha ensured that whether we feel like it or not, whether we're in the mood or not, whether we're exhausted or energized, whether we have something to say or everything feels like it's going well, whether we feel like connected or we feel like we're on our own, here's the template. Say it. Keep the line of communication open. But don't leave it at that. Add to it. Individualize it. Add our own words as well. He reinforces this in his commentary on Parshas Ekev, which we had time I would read to you as well. Maybe we'll continue with tomorrow night.